Welcome back to Drop In. I am so excited to share my beautiful friend, soul sister, and past client with you today. Ashley McIsaac Butler is here to share her magic and medicine with us today, and I'm so excited to share her with you. Welcome, Ashley. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here today with you, Meg. Oh, I love it. Okay, so before we drop in and dive deep, let's hear your bio. So Ashley Mack is an Akashic intuitive guide, energy healer, and woman's circle facilitator. She is the creator of the Savvy Sovereign Woman Method. Ashley helps her clients receive guidance from within to live a life that is aligned with their soul's purpose. Through clearing and creating energetic space, she guides her clients back to a place of balance and alignment. Clients express that this unique way of healing is like a massage for their soul. Ashley is a professional speaker who has spoken for groups such as Blue Talks, UCLA, and the Women's Business Network, a published author in the Next Level Psychic, a best-selling spiritual magazine. She also leads a privately monthly healing group, the Savvy Sisters Circle. Welcome, Ashley, and welcome to the Dropped In crew. You are going to get dropped in today, that is for sure. Ashley, fill me in, fill me in all the things. Like you are now speaking, you're now writing, you're now like leading these beautiful women's circles. Like I'm just so freaking proud of you, so excited for you. How does it feel? It feels amazing. After Mm -hmm. so many years of what I call staying in the spiritual closet, (laughs) it was time for me to come out and share these beautiful gifts with the world. Hmm. Yes. And I know I can definitely relate to being in the spiritual closet. And I know many of the listeners can as well. What does it mean for those that don't know what that is? So what does it mean to be in the spiritual closet? Well, for me, um, I have these gifts, these spiritual gifts. And I mean, we all have gifts because we've all been born um, on this earth. We're here at this time to expand and grow our soul. And so we all come with our own innate gifts and how we use those gifts is completely unique to ourselves. And part of my learning and expansion, I've developed these gifts of energy healing, of being able to channel, which means I can tap into higher dimensional energy and um, bringing women together in connection and community. And so for a very long time, I, I did not share these spiritual side of me um, because I was really afraid of what other people would think, especially people who I grew up with, who, who I knew for a very long time. And so I kept all of these gifts hidden to me. And I thought, well, maybe they're just for me. Maybe they're just for myself. And I'm not meant to share them. But the universe had other plans for me. Of <laughs> <laughs> which kicked you out of the spiritual closet. Which definitely kicked me out of the spiritual closet to be able to share these gifts because they made it very clear to me that these gifts were not meant to be kept to myself, that I was Mm -hmm. meant to share these gifts with other beautiful women. 
Mm-hmm. I love it. So do you think in addition to that fear of like what other people might think or say or or perceive us as or judge us or whatever, do you think that also being in the spiritual closet is because of being afraid of how powerful you truly are? Yes, that is definitely part of it as well. When I came into, when I started to uncover these spiritual gifts, it was probably back in 2018. And this was after years and years of doing personal development and, um, and getting kind of those hints, but I wouldn't act on them because of course, as humans, we have the free will, whether we're going to listen or not. And as the years went on, the nudges kept getting, you know, louder, the voices kept getting louder. And, and, um, when I started to see healers and um, practitioners, they would tell me how powerful I actually was and that I've done this work many, many lifetimes over. And so what I'm doing now is just a continuation of what I've done in past lives. And so when I came into these gifts, I almost came into them knowing, but not knowing. I, I, these these gifts came to me and I didn't know how because I always thought you had to work for something I always thought that you needed the certification and you needed to work for it and so when I started to be able to tap into energy um, it was very easy for me and so I kind of diminished it because I'm like, well, this can't be true or this can't be right because this is too easy for me because I was conditioned and many, many women are conditioned that it must be hard. We must work hard at it. And because there was very little quote unquote work involved, um, I didn't believe it. Mm, Yeah. And it's so fascinating when things come second nature. I don't know if you, if this is relatable for you, but it's like everything I know, I just, I automatically assume everybody else knows this, like everybody already knows this stuff. So why would I share it? Why would I teach it? Right. But it's the complete opposite. So does that resonate? Is that something that you can identify with? Yeah. So how have you been able to move beyond that now? Like, how are you sharing your gifts? What are you doing? How do you share your work? I've been able to move beyond it through a lot of my, my own healing journey. Like I truly don't believe I can guide and teach others without fully uh, becoming aware and embodying it myself first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I, I've kind of, it's almost like a switch takes place, right? Where you, you let go of that subconscious thinking, right? You overcome that part of your brain that wants to keep you safe. And you just, you just kind of, I don't know, it feels like you wake up one day and you're just kind of like, I don't really care what people think I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And you just do it. And it's almost like you, you face the fear and do it anyway. It's like Mm -hmm. the fear is always there. You know, I often say like, if it, if the fear is there, it means you're at that growth edge, you're at that next level. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, push through it. And I've adopted this mantra of let's just see what's possible. Mm -hmm. So at each opportunity I get now, I say, let's just see what's possible. And so I take that into my teachings with my clients is, 
you know, let go of the expectations that you think you're going to get from A to B. And let's just see what's possible. Because when you can let go of those expectations, then you're letting go of the limitations that you're putting on yourself and you're becoming that more expansive, right? We don't want to be constantly kept into this box. And honestly enough, we get it because society has us conditioned that we must be in these boxes. And, you know, it's, it's not proper to, you know, think outside that box or color outside those lines, but really that's not what your soul is wanting you to do. It's wanting you to be expressive. It's wanting you to be expansive. It's wanting you to see what is possible because when you can let go of that and see what's possible, it's way beyond what your logical mind can comprehend. Mm, so true. So true. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a, it's such a beautiful space to be in when you allow your soul to lead like my I would say soul lead body calibrates mind follows right so it's even like when I wake up in the morning and I go into my closet it's like okay what, do, what like what does my soul want to wear today like how do I want to express myself like what do I feel called to do in this energy of what I'm feeling today and how can I be in that energy of like expressing myself through my my wardrobe or through the jewelry that I wear how I wear my hair right like it's so beautiful to be in that space so how do you guide your clients into that energy, into that work? The way I guide them is, is through the Savvy Sovereign Woman method. It's becoming that Savvy Sovereign Woman. So what does that look like? And so um, the first step in that method is breaking free from that control. So breaking free from that control pattern that we've so been conditioned to believe. And that control pattern can show up in so many different ways, right? You can be trying to control the outcome of a situation. You can be trying to control relationships in your life. You can be trying to control how you, you know, perceive and feel what others might think of you. And, and the actual fact is, is we can't control anything outside of us. We can only control what's inside of us. And I often will use this example of a hula hoop and imagining that you have this hula hoop around you and you can only control what's inside your hula hoop. You cannot control anything outside of your hula hoop. So you can't control the outcome of situations. You can't control how other people are going to perceive you or what other people are going to think of you. And so once my clients can, can fully understand that and with the tools I give them to do that, they can let go of that. And when they can let go of that and break free from that, then they can step into their light. Mm -hmm. And that's the light that is within them. And we all have a light within us that's just waiting to be shine so brightly. And so that's where, where the medicine is. And that's where the tools that they get so that they can truly embody freedom in all areas of their life. They can take these simple tools into their everyday life, into their home life, into their work, into with their friends, and doing it in community. And so community is very much a foundation of how I've um, built this system. And it's in community where they get to embody and use these tools. And, and really, what the end is, is they're embodying the savvy sovereign woman, this woman who is so tapped into her divine feminine energy that she can discern 
um, when her intuition is communicating with her. And when you can step into that, that version of you, that's your superpower. And another misconception that we have is that if we're seen as, you know, in our divine feminine, then we're, we're not seen as powerful. And it's quite the opposite. When you're tapped into your divine feminine energy, when you can discern that, that intuition, that gut feeling, that is such a superpower and nobody can touch that once you've stepped into that. Hmm. So true. So true. I love it. I love it. So let's talk about the Akashic Records. So what are the Akashic Records for those that don't know? We'll start with that and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So the Akashic Records are, think of them, let me back up a minute. You are a human, so you have a soul. And because you have a soul, you have an Akashic Record. And so think of the Akashic Records as a metaphysical library of all the events and opportunities and feelings that your soul has encountered in this life, other lives, and future possibilities. And so these records are housed in the Palladian starseed energy. And so when I tap in and channel, I'm tapping in to this, this level of consciousness. And I have the ability to tap into this higher level of consciousness and channel through for my clients, um, their higher self. And we're really tapping into their Akashic records. I love it. I love it. And so how, so when you tap into other people's Akashic records, what specifically, like, why would someone come and work with you? Like, why would they want to know about their Akashic records? Because a lot of people are looking for clarity. That's probably the number one reason why people come to me to, um, to tap into their Akashic records is because they're in a dilemma in their life or they're at a crossroads in their life and they're looking for clarity or they're coming up against this recurring pattern that they're trying to break and they don't know why it keeps coming up. Why do they keep attracting that same partner? Um, and so these are things that your Akashic records can, can fill you in on. And, and they're, it's not a secret, right? Like they're not meant to be, you know, off in this vault and not accessible. It, it's the opposite. It's, they're very, very accessible. And anybody has the ability to connect to their Akashic records because we're all intuitive. Um, but sometimes people don't trust what's coming through. And so by having someone like me who can tap in, who is unbiased, who doesn't know kind of the, the personal history or the story of your soul, then what usually comes through for people is clarification, confirmation, um, reassurance that the path that they're going on is either it's good or, you know, taking a new, new path. And so um, many clients will come to me just seeking that validation, that confirmation and clarity. Mm, I love it. So essentially it's like their soul's blueprint. hundred percent. It's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So cool. So how did you get into this line of work of Akashic record reading? So I joke and I say, it found me, I did not go searching for it. 
just like um, my other abilities. Um, the Akashic Records, I, I actually, I saw um, a Reiki master back in, I want to say like 2017. And she said to me, she said, you have the ability to channel. And at the time I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And she said to me in that session, she said, yeah, she said, you will channel the Palladian energy. And at the time I said, who are the Palladians? And what are you talking about? I am not a channeler. And fast forward to now, and that's exactly what I'm channeling is the Palladian energy, the Palladian star seeds. Um, and I took a course in how to read the Akashic Records, but when I took the course, I was already doing my own Akashic Record work. I just didn't know that that's what I was tapping into. And so I had the ability to go into my own Akashic Records. I was reading my own records. I was, um, I had the ability to destroy soul contracts that were outdated in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and all of this came in, you know, very fluidly. And I had no idea what was going on. And later I learned that I was actually tapped into my Akashic records before I even knew. And it was funny, this course kept coming up in different ways. I would read something about the Akashic records or I would listen to a podcast and I would hear something about the Akashic records. So it was all these ways the universe was trying to communicate with me. And so finally, when I listened, I was like, okay, but I'm already doing this. But the, the logic brain in me said, well, you need a course. No one's going to take you serious if you don't take a course and, and say that you have a certification that says you can do this. And my spiritual team laughed and said, okay, fine. You know, humor your logical mind, but you're already doing it. So I, I still went and did the course because, of course, society wants you to have, you know, certifications. And, and But I was already doing the work before I even took the course. I was already mm. tapped in. I love it. I love it. So in the conversation of like surrender and letting go and like also in the space of honoring your gifts, has it always been easy for you or has there been because pre recording, we were talking about the trust factor. So can we talk about that and trust in your gifts and, and all the things? Yeah, no, it was not easy at all. And I had I've done a lot of healing on that trusting in myself and trusting in my gifts. Um, I didn't believe that I was a healer. I didn't believe I had this gift um, because like I said to you earlier, I, it came so easy. And so I, it took me a really long time to overcome that belief that it must be hard. I have to work at it for it to, you know, come through and I thought I was doing it wrong or you know but with this work there's no manual there's no book that's going to say you must do I mean you can read books on it um, and you can take the steps but really it's it's about letting it flow and just having that trust and that um the trust in your guidance and knowing that you're you're guided every moment of every day and so now, instead of going outside of myself and hiring people to teach me, 
because I did that a lot. I went outside of myself and I was looking for externally for people to tell me, how do I do it? How do I do it right? Because I'm, I might call myself a recovering perfectionist because I really wanted to do it right. And so I would, I would hire all these people and invest all this money. And really it came down to just trusting and knowing that I have a spiritual team with me. Um, it's another thing that I've, I've been told early on that, that I have such an enormous guidance system that's, that's with me all the time. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm in co-creation with my spiritual team and I'm not, and that come again, that'll come into self-worth, right? How worthy do you feel? Self-worth and self-love is so wrapped up in all of that. Mm -hmm. And um, when you can just let go and know that you are being guided by your spiritual team, that that's who I'm now co-creating with. So when I'm creating my programs, when I'm creating posts for social media, when I'm creating emails for my community, all of that's in co-creation with my spiritual team. Mm -hmm. And and the most frustrating part of that is I'm I'm human and I'm impatient. And so there'll be some days where I will have tons of inspiration and downloads and I'm writing and I'm putting stuff out. And then there'll be weeks of like nothing, mm -hmm. absolutely nothing. Because what you need to do in that is you have to leave space to integrate. Mm -hmm. And so you can't be just chasing the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing. And that doesn't work with our our system, the system that, you know, we're living in right now in this world. And so that's been a real big lesson. And that's a big lesson in surrender and uh, is knowing that, you know, when I'm creating, I'm not creating on a clock or I'm not creating on, on this schedule. I'm the schedule is fluid and, and that's okay. Cause I know at the end of the day, I'm co-creating with my team and whatever comes out of this will be for my highest and greatest good. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yes. Integration is key in all aspects of our life. Yeah. Um, it's having that space to marinate and to meditate and to elevate from that energetic standpoint. Right. But if we continue to co try and go on to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, like we're really missing the point. Wouldn't you agree? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's within this space that that in, in between space, that's where your, your physical body is catching up, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it needs to catch up because our spiritual body moves at such a pace that our physical body can't catch up. And so if you continue to move in this way and not allow this full integration is, you know, that's when you find yourself, um, sick that's where you find yourself burnt out that's where you find yourself with all these different ailments and that's just because we're not giving ourselves enough time to recoup mm -hmm. yeah energetically misaligned absolutely yeah so the last six months have been like epic for you you spoke in uca excuse me ucla you wrote an article in the magazine and other things so do share do tell like what has been the shift for you what has brought you into this energetic space of being seen more if you will yeah it's so funny um it's been ongoing for the past six months but 
one of the pivotal points was at the new moon in September, which is the end of September. And I remember that day so specifically because I'm sure it was time stamped on my soul path. And I remember declaring to the new moon in meditation, like I am asking for expansion in all areas of my life. I'm declaring it. And I just put it out there. I'm like, I'm calling in expansion in all areas of my life. And I just kind of left it. I didn't normally, I'm like obsessing about it and dwelling on it. And you know, what does that mean? And it was so vague. And in less than a week after I made that declaration to the universe with the heightened moon energy, I was um, except like I was writing a, a, a magazine article and um, I remember reaching out to the founder of the magazine and it was totally divinely guided it was a it was a downloaded message I got from my team quite clearly you will write an article for this magazine and I argued because I was not going to reach out and I'm like, nope, not going to do it. I'm not doing it. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm sitting at my laptop, writing an email out to this individual and saying, this is completely out of my comfort zone, but uh, I meant to write an article for your magazine and my spiritual team put me up to it. Quite literally, that's what I said to her. And I said, I have no idea what I'm going to write about. And she came back and said, I would love for you to write an article on how to access the Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I was being pushed towards talking more about Akashic Records, teaching more about Akashic Records, and really bringing it into mainstream, if you will, right? Like bringing it into people's lives that it's not that it's, it's nothing that's unattainable to you. And so I wrote the article, the magazine went Amazon number one bestseller. Um, that same week, I contacted the magazine, I also was connected with an individual uh, who founded Blue Talks. And I was saying yes to speaking on stage and writing a chapter in a collaborative book. And so all of these things happened, because I, I was I was ready for it and it and it didn't happen in September. It was all of the work that led up to this time. It was all because everything needs to be an energetic alignment, right? Mm -hmm. So it was all of those years of work and sticking to it and and keeping going. And I wanted to quit a hundred times over. And every time I wanted to quit my business or what I was doing, the universe would put something or somebody in front of me that was an indication that you must keep going you must take this step and so I did I kept going never never knowing and I still don't know you know where this is taking me but I just continue to practice the mantra of what's possible and I found myself speaking on stage at UCLA uh, a few weeks ago and that talk is in the final editing stages right now. So that's going to be released soon. And that is going to be released on YouTube. It's going to be released on Ruko TV, Amazon, like it's going to be out there to all the streaming platforms. And um, the collaborative book is I'm in a book with Joe Vitale from The Secret. And Amazing. so that is pretty epic. Like I'm just 
floored by that, by this opportunity. And so that book should be out, um, I would say, late spring. I don't really have a date on that yet, but that'll be out. Um, yeah, very, very soon. Also. Mm. I am so proud of you, Ashley. So proud of you. So excited for you. Oh my goodness. And I just, while you're speaking, it was just like I envisioned you opening the door from your spiritual closet and like turning on this pink neon sign that says open for business. And as a result, like everything is unfolding, right? But we have to take that step and trust and be open and show the universe like, hey, Yes, I am open. I am ready, open and willing to receive and to deliver. And as a result, like this influx of offerings and opportunities are coming your way. So, so, so proud of you. So excited for you. I could talk to you all day and would definitely love to have you back on. Um, so two questions. One, for those that are interested, how can they learn from you? How can they work with you? How can they follow you? What, where's the best way to find you? Yeah, so my website is probably the best way to find me, and that is saorsaessentials.ca, and that is S-A-O-R-S-A, essentials.ca, and that is a nod to my Gaelic heritage. Saorsa means freedom in Gaelic. Mm. Um, and so I'm all of my, um, learning more about me, all of my offerings are on my website. And then my Instagram handle is at Ashley McIsaac Butler. And I hang out there a lot as well. Love it. And I will put those in the show notes. So before we leave, what is a message that you could share with somebody who is like at that moment where they just want to quit, they want to throw in the towel they want to give up like what is a message of hope that you can share with them today i would say just drop into your inner guidance and and just create that relationship with your team um because they're you're always being guided and so if you can create that space to hear those whispers that your guidance is there and it's always coming through in this very loving supportive way and I would say, keep going because the world needs your magic and everyone is unique. And the more we can spread our magic and the more we can shine our light, the more we're up leveling the consciousness of our planet. And it's just making our world a better place. Mm, love it. Love it. Oh my goodness. I love you so much, Ashley. Thank you for sharing your beautiful light with us today and with the world. And um, yeah, looking forward to connecting with you soon. My pleasure, Meg. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Love it. And until next time, we will see you. Thank you so much for dropping in with me today. If you loved this episode, I would be forever grateful if you rated and reviewed and if you feel called to share it with your community on social media, please tag me so I can thank you personally. Until next time, I will see you on Dropped In.